0: The following program, Mind Over Matters, is sponsored by TCFIHAW, LLC, and to the extent applicable, their guests. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of Newsweb Radio or its management. Experience a full mind, body, and spirit approach to living your best life. Learn how to achieve optimal health, wealth, and happiness. This is your journey to wellness and abundance. You are listening to Mind Over Matters with your host, Dr. Amy of Dr. Amy and Associates and the Center for Integrative Health and Wellness.
1: Everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. I'm a double board certified integrative clinical psychologist with a postgraduate specialty in functional health and wellness. I'm also a coach and certified wellness instructor, author, and speaker. I'm glad you're joining me on the show. As you know, the purposes of our show is to get you thinking about how powerful your mind is and what you can do to change your life. So we want to challenge you to think differently about how your health, your wealth, your happiness, your relationships, your entire life can be dramatically changed and improved by taking a holistic approach to your life. And that's really about looking at the various uh, different aspects of your life and identifying you know what aspects of your life you want to make some positive changes in so our goal is to really educate and empower you to live life on your terms so this show we're gonna be talking about building a better body image you know I'll, I'll talk about how to create a better healthier more loving relationship with your body because after all it's the only one you have I'll also share with you simple strategies to shift your perspective and enhance your self-care, and then I'll talk about six strategies to build a better body image for yourself and for your kids. Because let's face it, you know, a lot of us, you know, if we're not now, maybe we have been critical of our body in the past. And for your kid's sake, it's important to learn how to deal with that in healthy, loving ways. Because The body burdens of parents are easily passed along and lived out by your children, and that's not a sense of insecurity you wanna pass on. So let's start by talking about what is a quote-unquote good body. You know, like it or not, the media's definition is the one a great many people take for granted. For women, it's that slender, flat-bellied, and leggy shape, you know, while still being, you know, hourglass-shaped. And for men, it's sculpted arms, broad shoulders, maybe chiseled abs, you know, with that perfect V-shaped torso. And let's face it, for most of us, just that's just unrealistic. Because unless you live in a cave, you can't avoid these conventional ideas. We're bombarded by them on TV, commercials, billboards, in the movies, magazines, social media, you name it. And listening to all of the little voices telling us the way we should look, including the voices inside our own head, because let's face it, that's the voice we listen to the most. It's really warped our priorities. You know, uh, according to a 2009 Oxygen Media survey of more than 2,000 adults, nearly 25% of women ages 18 to 34 would rather win America's next top model than the Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have the prize and take the money. <laughs> but most people chose to win America's next top model. And a later survey of more than 26,000 moms conducted by today.com and parenting.com found that 44% would rather be 15 pounds thinner than add 15 points to their child's IQ. Okay, seriously, that's pretty warped. Okay. Attractiveness is socially rewarded from being picked up for uh, a team in the gym uh, to finding you know, romantic partners, maybe getting a job or being promoted, uh, you know, the research shows. And uh, clinical psychologist Tara Kusinau, a clinical psychologist in Boston and an expert of team health and the founder of BodyMojo.com, uh, a health and social networking platform for adolescents that combats problems related to poor image, points this out in her research that attractiveness really is socially rewarded. And it's very prehistoric, you know. One of our needs is for belonging. And prehistorically, if we weren't perceived to be attractive, you know, there was a real risk of being kicked out of the tribe. And if we were kicked out of the tribe, you know, we were likely not able to survive and or reproduce. So our need for belonging is hardwired into us, but we often equate that with the, 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 the media's definition of of attractiveness and although women may be more prone to body image problems men aren't immune to them either you know there's been a silent and unsettling trend that's created pressure for guys to buff up just like barbie is the quintessential unrealistic token of the female body boys action figures have morphed into balloon characters with with tons of muscles it it, it really it's a far cry from the original ken or gi joe i don't know if you guys have ever noticed that Um, And we're seeing a lot more uh, men and boys in our practice for eating disorders as well. And it's it's sad because it doesn't have to be that way. And while neither Barbie or G.I. Joe represents a healthy body image role model, the average American doesn't either. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's National Center for Health Statistics, American adults weigh nearly 25 more pounds than they did in 1960. A lot of that is due to the push on grains. Thank you very much unhealthy. And the number of overweight and obese adults is growing every year. This means we're getting accustomed to a new normal that's far heavier than what's healthy for most. And given this context of extremes, how many of us are supposed to know what our own ideal body really is? How much should we care or even obsess about pursuing any ideal? The thing is, I'm going to ask you to look to achieve a healthy body. That's not a body size. It's not a body shape. Strive to achieve health and wellness. And we'll come back to that. But the thing is, you know, uh, a lot of people are pursuing an ideal that is unhealthy and unrealistic versus making the best of the bodies they have now. And so how can you begin developing a healthier, more realistic and empowering perception of your own body? One that actually supports becoming healthy and fit as we want to be. That's really the thing. And and again, as we progress, I'm going to be talking about developing a healthy, more loving relationship with your body because that's really what it's all about, you know. So... As with most journeys towards health and healing, the first step is acknowledging you know, where you are in terms of your body image. You know, In this case, and in many cases, the problem begins with a distorted, poorly informed sense of your own body shape and size. And again, a lot of that is influenced by the media telling us what we should look like, how much we should weigh, and all that other BS. But it turns out that most of us, both men and women, actually incorrectly perceive our weight Uh, Says researchers, you know, while women often think they're heavier and bigger than they actually are, men fall into two different camps of body weight distortion as well. On the one hand, you've got, you know, normal weight guys and boys who think they're underweight. Uh, They often feel pressure to bulk up and be more masculine, believing this will make them more physically attractive. But if you think your body, if you think you're building your body to attract more women guys, think again. Research shows the body women like is about 15 to 20 pounds less muscular than what men think women like. So, you know, don't necessarily think we like you big and bulky, right? But then on the other side, you've got, you know, overweight men, you know, that are very, very unhealthy that think their weight is just fine. You know, this is true for nearly half of overweight men, researchers say. They, they might be smaller than some of their friends or colleagues, but that doesn't mean that they're at an ideal healthy weight. You know, these guys are being influenced by the normalizing effects of the o- obesity epidemic. But basically, there are two totally different standards of quote-unquote normal, and neither of them are particularly healthy. In fact, the conflicting representations of quote-unquote ideal are literally making Americans sick, say researchers. The the, the hormonal, nutritional, immune function, the detox and genetic and gut influences of health and body size and shape actually influence the onset of psychiatric problems too. And body image-related anxiety and digestive disorders are absolutely on the rise. In fact, a large-scale study conducted in 2011 by Psychology Today indicates that most women and about half the men are dissatisfied with their appearance. And for some, that dissatisfaction turns into body dysmorphia, which is a, a partially a psychological disorder in which a person is excessively concerned about his or her physical features. So we want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're we're not looking for a quick fix. We're not looking to achieve some standard, uh, you know, uh, ideal that's absolutely unhealthy and unrealistic. But we're striving for, you know, a body that is healthy for us and a relationship that is healthy for us. So stick around when we come back I'm going to be talking about what you can do to avoid falling into the body envy trap and then some simple strategies to start shifting your perspective. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy harris Newon.
2: Lately, it seems you're not feeling quite right. As if your body is working against you, Dr. Amy and Associates can help create a path to achieve optimal health. Experience personalized health care for your mind, body, and spirit at a practice that blends holistic and traditional medicine.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Harris Nuan of Dr. Amy and Associates. One of the services we provide mental health and wellness. We see children, adolescents, and adults for individuals, couples, and family counseling. We even do psychiatry and medication management. All of our thoughts, feelings, and actions are a result of those conditions, ways of thinking, feeling and being that lead us to make decisions and so I work with individuals to help them understand and help them create a new blueprint to move them from a negative mindset to a positive mindset.
2: Call Dr. Amy and Associates to experience a whole person integrative approach to health and wellness 630-980-1400 or visit DrAmyAndAssociates.com Dr. Amy and Associates Empowering People, Changing Lives Bill Press,
0: Florida ready to move into the <laughs> 21st century? I
2: mean, it's been over
0: backwards? It's, been,
2: it's been over 20 years since Florida had a Democratic governor. We'll see. It's going to be a very, very, very close race. I don't think it'll be a runaway by any stretch of the imagination.
0: It's like a battle for the heart and soul of Florida, yeah. right? Florida yeah. really, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think that's <laughs> overselling it. No, or really, really? No. to identify itself. Okay. Who are we as a state? The Bill Press Show, weekday mornings, 6 to 8, on WCPT 820.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon. We're talking about building a better body image. If you've missed any of the show, you can catch a podcast on this great station, or you can check us out online at com. It's D R. A-I-M-E-E and Associates.com. If you've got questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email directly. It's Dr. Amy at associates.com. Hey, I want to invite you to join us at our next Dinner with the Doc Talk. It's Stress Hormones and Health. It is November 15th at 6.30 p.m. in our Bloomingdale office. Seating is limited, so reservations are required. Give us a call, 630-980-1400. Again, 630-980-1400. If you're tired of dealing with hormone imbalances, Uh, You know, if you're tired of struggling with the chronic degenerative uh, dysfunction or illness, this dinner talk is for you. We're going to be debunking a lot of myths. We're going to talk about how hormone imbalances can affect your sleep cycles, your carb cravings your ability to burn fat and regulate all of your hormones including those hormones that affect uh, us mentally and emotionally talk to you about you know the biggest mistake that people make with exercise and how it can actually you know hurt you uh, we'll also talk a lot about the stress uh, hormone cortisol and how that can absolutely wreak havoc on your life as well as your body and accelerate the disease process so i again i want to invite you to join us it is november 15th at 6:30 p.m. for stress hormones and health it is a dinner talk see Is limited, so reservations are required 630 980 1400. You'll also receive a gift certificate worth $300 for a free in home water consultation and test because that's a big part of uh, getting healthy and staying healthy is drinking clean water. So, we're talking about building a better body image. And you know, I had left off talking about just how much the media distorts what healthy is and how it sets us up to be, uh, you know, out of harmony with ourselves and our body. And you know, so often people are looking for quick fixes, they're turning to cosmetic surgery as a quick fix. And in fact, more than half of Americans now view plastic surgery as a reasonable option, uh, according to the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery. And the number of people going under the knife is significantly on the rise, even among young children and teenagers. But the effects of those surgeries—they don't always resolve body image issues. There was research done in the 50s that you know by a plastic surgeon, uh, Ma- uh, Maxwell Maltz, uh, that actually showed that despite the fact that. People would seek out plastic surgeries. It did not improve their sense of self-worth or self-esteem. That really is a, a, a relationship issue with yourself. And in some cases, they actually make matters worse, setting up people on a never-ending quest for perfection and self-confidence that no amount of nip and tuck can ever satisfy. It becomes a vicious cycle. Cosmetic surgery can become a misguided strategy for, for coping with feelings of self-loathing or self-worth. And if you're overly self-critical and self-doubting by nature, a scalpel isn't going to solve the problem. So the same goes for extreme dieting. And in fact, by the time a person is on their fourth diet, they have created a hormone imbalance that's likely not able to be corrected unless you're following a really, really good functional medicine, nutritional uh, approach. The National Association for Anorexia, Nervosa, and Associated Disorders estimates that up to 24 million people of all ages and both genders suffer from eating disorders. But a lot of these go unnoticed because dieting is increasingly considered quote-unquote normal in our weight-obsessed culture. And that's a multi-billion dollar weight loss industry that's only adding to the body image distortion. They're actually profiting off the insecurity of your body. So to improve your body image, you have to learn to override the deception that comes from the outside marketing as well as, you know, within your own uh, sense of self. So beware of body envy, as I said. If you're looking at magazines, television, or movies, if you're consuming media, you're going to see a lot of, quote unquote, beautiful, exceptionally well-proportioned, carefully honed, and professionally perfected bodies. Bodies chosen and groomed for these quote-unquote, starring roles precisely because they're extraordinary. But guess what? A lot of it's photoshopped. It's airbrushed. It's not real. Come on. In fact, according to the Association of Model Agents, the average female fashion model is 5'8 and taller, measures 34, 24, 34. And male models are typically six feet or taller with a 40-inch chest and chiseled body. But for most of us, about 99% of us those measurements are flat-out unattainable. They're simply by virtue of our genetics and our, and our body, uh, body frame. But the truth is, even the supermodels and celebrities you see in the pictures, they're not as quite, quite as perfect as they look. You know, they appear the way they do, at least in part, because they are professionally lit, they're professionally made up, they're professionally posed, and by the time you see the photos, they're professionally digitally retouched, okay? That is a standard that just is unrealistic. Take a look at the aggressive Photoshop-powered carving, shading, shrinking, stretching, airbrushing, you name it, that commonly occurs in the photo studio, and you'll understand better why no real person should expect to look, you know, flawless like these poster-ready celebs do. The pictures are pure fantasy, even for genetically blessed individuals they portray. So even with good genetics, getting and staying in the kind of shape most movie stars and models have to maintain, particularly while they're on the job— take serious work and investment. You know, celebrity life is not real life, said Dr. Elizabeth Lombardo. She's a psychologist and physical therapist. She's also the author of Happy You, Your Ultimate Prescription for Happiness. She says that celebrities have numerous support people whose full-time job is to make them look good, from daily personal trainers to private chefs and wardrobe stylists. Okay. Uh, Celebrities have also been known to, quote, unquote, bend the truth about how much time they spend working out. Uh, says certified life coach and founder of Rock Your Life, Sherry Ziff. Celebrities are notorious for going on TV and saying, oh, I do a little cardio a couple of times a week, or, you know, I do yoga three times a week. But the reality is many exercise for hours a day, and that is ridiculously unhealthy. That is putting unnecessary stress and strain on your hormone system as well as your musculoskeletal system setting you up for injury. You know, the average person who works, takes care of a family and home, can never put in the time that many celebrities do. Okay, that's just flat out unrealistic. And the truth is, you know, we teach this in, in our functional metal, uh, medicine peak wellness programs, to get healthy and stay healthy. And I'm not talking about a chiseled body. To get healthy and stay healthy and reclaim your health and to establish a better relationship with your body, you need about three hours in the gym. That's it per week. That's it. You know, a 90 minutes of good strength training and about 10 minutes of high-intensity cardio training. You can get healthy, stay healthy, reverse your hormone imbalance, take back your life. You don't need to spend hours in the gym. And in fact, it doesn't even have to be in the gym. But for re- these reasons and more, idealizing celebrities and models can be destructive to your body image. So start seeking out healthy, realistic role models. You know, and on, on the other hand, you can, you know, you can boost your confidence and motivation that way. So admiring, you know, for example, Michelle Obama's biceps or Pippa Middleton's uh, glutes aren't necessarily a bad thing as long as you recognize that you're not genetically or biologically identified uh, or identical to Michelle or Pippa. So your body, you know, is it going to look like theirs? Love your body. There's a fine line between beautiful aspiration and body image affliction, notes researchers. If you find yourself thinking, you know, if only I can look like him or her, then I could be happy or successful or powerful. That's just unhealthy. But if you find a role model, uh, someone who's healthy, they love their body for who they are, you know, who reinforces your own quest for a healthy lifestyle, you know, then seeking out to be more like that person is okay. And when I say healthy lifestyle, modest exercise, adequate sleep, healthy eating, good stress management, those kind of things. So it's important to start reframing your thinking because neuroscience has taught us that the human brain continues to develop, meaning that each of us can revise the way we respond to stimulation and reframe our attitudes over time. You know, basically, we all have the power to override what you see in the media and create your own image of beautiful, okay? That's absolutely Absolutely possible. You know, we're trying to shift power back to to consumers, and certainly we do this with our clients and away from conventional advertisers and other image makers. But to do this, you need to really uh, kind of modify your 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 exposure to social media. Start recognizing when you're falling into that body image trap, and start reframing your thinking. You know, look for people who have good relationships with their body. You know, again, healthy bodies. I'm not talking to body size. I'm not talking about body shape. I'm talking about somebody who's healthy with themselves and in in their own physical health. So the more you expose yourself to a diversity of healthy, positive body images, the more your thinking will be reframed for the better. You know, the most important thing is to start focusing on health and wellness and fitness rather than aesthetics. That gets you away from the mirror and more focused on what your body can do. The only quote-unquote good body definition that matters is yours. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Newon.
2: Lately, it seems you're not feeling quite right. As if your body is working against you, Dr. Amy and Associates can help create a path to achieve optimal health. Experience personalized health care for your mind, body, and spirit at a practice that blends holistic and traditional medicine. Dr. Amy has really helped me. After experiencing a divorce in my 50s, I wasn't sure how to handle the stress and changes I was about to encounter. I needed to find a new profession since my ex-husband and I had worked together at our own company. Plus, there were other challenges with our own grown kids, Family and friends. It was wonderful to have Dr. Amy's guidance through this difficult situation. She kept me on track and assured me I was thinking correctly. She made a very hard time easier, and I will forever be grateful. If you're going through some hard life struggles, I would highly recommend Dr. Amy and Associates. Call Dr. Amy and Associates to experience a whole-person integrative approach to health and wellness. 630-980-1400. Or visit DrAmyAndAssociates.com. Dr. Amy and Associates, empowering people, changing lives. Bill Press. Because I get the tweets
0: from Donald Trump. They're reading these tweets. And it's almost like sometimes I'll go on the Daily Caller, right, Mm -hmm. just to find out how wacky the news could be, or Breitbart, or even the Drudge Report. Yeah. And then I've realized, no, this is not some right-wing Alex Jones website. This is the president of the United States with his tweets. The Bill Press Show, weekday mornings, 6 to 8, on WCPT 820, Chicago's Progressive Talk.
1: Everyone, welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. You're listening to our show, Building a Better Body Image. But I want to invite you to join us for our next upcoming Dinner with the Doc talk. Stress Hormones and Health, it's November 15th at 6.30 p.m. Seating is limited, so reservations are required. 630-980-1400 will teach you how to take back your health and rebalance your hormones. Talk about how hormonal imbalances, whether you're a man or a woman, can you know really distort your own body image. How it can uh, set the stage for chronic health and uh, difficulties. You know how you can learn naturally, safely what you can do to reverse any illness, disease, or dysfunction, or at least stop the progression. You know we'll talk about how hormonal imbalances can affect your sleep cycles, your carb cravings, your ability to you know uh, burn fat and regulate your hormone balance. If you're struggling with you know any 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 type of chronic. Uh, health issue, this dinner talk is for you. I'll debunk a lot of myths that uh, are out there, you know, that the food industry promotes, that, you know, conventional medical, uh, you know, science, you know, would have us uh, believe. We'll talk about the truth as it relates to reclaiming your health. So Stress Hormones and Health, November 15th, 6.30 p.m. Seating is limited. Reservations are required, 630 1400 Again, 630 1400 You'll also receive a gift certificate worth $300 for an in-home clean water contract consultation, and test. And if you've missed any of this show... You can check us out on this great station. You can check out a podcast on this station, or you can go to our website. It's draimeeandassociates.com. It's D-R-A-I-M-E-E and associates.com. If you've got questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email directly, at com. So what can you do to create a a healthier body image? You know, how healthy is your body image? Well, the thing is, when you're on good terms with your body, it shows Here are just some signs that you're on the right track. For example, when someone compliments you on your appearance or fitness, you're gracious and you're able to accept that compliment as authentic. Perhaps you prefer to wear clothes that highlight your form rather than hide it, and that doesn't matter what size you are. Let's be perfectly frank there. Another sign that you're on good terms with your body is it's not hard to find an outfit in which you feel comfortable and attractive, or you rarely compare yourself with others. You recognize that you're unique. You can admire another person's physique, without you know, silently criticizing them or, or, or judging your own. And when you pass by a mirror in a storefront window, you don't necessarily stop and nitpick at your own appearance. You might even give yourself an approving nod. And you can name several parts of your body that you genuinely like and appreciate. Those are all good signs that you're on good terms with your body. Or if you put on or, or even lose a little weight, you can just note it matter-of-factly without undue anxiety or stubborn denial. And you're more focused on optimizing your health, fitness, and confidence than on achieving a particular weight or look, okay? So here's some things you can do to connect with your own self-confidence. Nurturing self-acceptance builds self-confidence and self-esteem, which in turn makes healthy choices easier and more rewarding. First, make health and fitness rather than body aesthetics your goal, okay? Um, Strong, you know, uh, I think it was Adam Fair, the co-founder of the popular Strong is the New Skinny social media campaign, you know, uh, said instead of obsessing about six-pack abs, focus, you know, just on fitness. Focus on getting your body in motion. Focus on getting your cholesterol numbers down, but focus on health. And when negativity creeps in, shift your perception, journaling or talking with a wise friend, somebody that feels comfortable in their own skin, you know, uh, that can seem like it can help you. It can seem like a vast, insurmountable problem, you know, to get over this body uh, dysmorphia and this body uh, image problem. But it doesn't have to be that way. Appreciate your body for what it's capable of today, and strive for better health and fitness and strength in the future. You know, being less than perfectly happy with your body right now doesn't mean you have to put all your plans for self-care and fitness building on the back burner. And list your successes, big and small. Be mindful of of personal victories, even if it's just making what I call, you know, do the next right thing. They talk about that a lot in 12-step programs. Do the next right thing. So focus on your successes, big and small, even if it's just showing up, you know, at the gym or getting up, you know, five minutes early and going for a walk. Focus on the small things. It could be taking a walk after work because it'll give you more confidence to keep going. You know, uh, next, do your best to ooze confidence, even if you don't feel it yet. Studies show that smiling and projecting a positive vibe, even if it's a bit of a, an, an act, right, The fake it till you make it, can affect your brain chemistry over time and may even boost your mood in the moment, okay? Even if you're not feeling capable of loving your body just now, commit to respecting it. Stand still for a moment close your eyes and send your body a message of love and appreciation for hanging in there with you day in and day out. Because as I said, it's the only one you've got, right? And as long as you're alive, you've got a body to thank for every heartbeat, every breath, every step, each and every day. So how about practicing some better body talk? You want a fast way to improve your self-image? Replace those demoralizing, self-critical comments with more no-nonsense statements that reflect positive appreciation of your body. And your present reality, whether you speak your affirmations silently or out loud, they can help transform your self-perception over time. Here's a couple examples. Oh, man, I'm getting wrinkles. I look old. Try this instead. You know, My face is appealing and expressive. It reflects my life experience, my personality, and, you know, I'm pretty funny. You know, I can make some some good, you know, expressions and authentic emotions. Try something like that instead. Or how about this? Oh, my chest is too small or, you know, my my breasts are uneven or, you know, I I don't have that V shape. Instead, try and reframe it like this. Everyone's shape and build are different. My breasts are healthy. They're beautiful. They're unique to me. Or my arms and shoulders are strong. I love that about myself. You know, how about this? I hear this a lot from clients. My hips are just too wide. How about this? My hips are feminine and curvy. They're one of my body's great sources of strength and balance. Or how about this one? Ah, oh, I hate my thighs. How many of us have heard that, right? I hate my thighs. How about this? I'm grateful for my strong quads and hamstrings because they allow me to move where I need to go throughout the day. Or how about this one? Cellulite is disgusting. Let's face it. Most of us, 90% of, I think it's actually over 90% of women, 90% of people have cellulite. How about this instead? Cellulite's no big deal. You know, why let a few dimples detract from my self-confidence? My body's beautiful. Or how about this? I'm not going to be seen in the gym until I lose 10 pounds. How many of us have heard this, right? Reframe it like this. I'm committed to taking good care of myself, even on days that I feel down. Or, you know, my pecs look puny next to that, guys. I see this in in my health club all the time. Instead, try reframing it like this. I'm more focused on my career and family than I'm pumping iron right now. So my body reflects my current choices and priorities. Whatever the self-talk is, try and turn it around. You know, how about this? All this working out is pointless. I still don't have that six-pack abs, you know. How about this? I enjoy taking good care of myself. I'm grateful that I have a fit body and that my abs don't define who I am you know, or how about this one? My legs are way too scrawny. I can't even wear shorts. I got chicken legs. I hear that one a lot. How about this? I can develop my leg muscles with exercise if I want to, but these are the legs I was born with. They get me around just fine. They're perfect. I wear whatever's most comfortable for whatever it is I'm going to do. And how about this one? Going bald is my worst nightmare. How about this? A bald head is sexy when worn with confidence. And that's true, right? How many of us know people that, you know, intentionally will shave their head uh, just because it it's, it's just connotes confidence. So really work on building, you know, a better body image. But a big part of that is reframing that negative self-talk. You know, if you find yourself looking in the mirror and you're like, oh, I just don't like the way my stomach looks, to say, you know what? Thank you, body. You take beautiful care of me. I appreciate you, how you, you know, move me, you know, throughout my day. You help me to take care of my, my family, my work. I'm grateful for my body. One of my favorite body affirmations is thank you for working perfectly. Thank you for working perfectly. So start by creating, you know, healthier self-talk. You know, uh, I had a client, you know, uh, she was 41, kind of, she described herself as short and stocky, um, And, uh, you know, uh, she was really, really dissatisfied with her body shape and size. And so uh, she she didn't know how to start taking command of her self-talk. So we just started practicing some simple phrases because the more we, you know, focus on who we want to become, the more we focus on our positive self-talk, the more inclined we are to start to believe it. So stick around. When we come back, I'm going to be talking about more strategies that you can engage in to build a healthier body image.
2: Lately, it seems you're not feeling quite right. As if your body is working against you, Dr. Amy and Associates can help create a path to achieve optimal health. Experience personalized health care for your mind, body, and spirit at a practice that blends holistic and traditional medicine.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Harris-Nuan of Dr. Amy and Associates. As an integrative health and wellness center, we take a team approach to your health care, so we welcome the opportunity to work collaboratively with your current health care provider. We're different from today's typical standard of care because our focus is is understanding the root cause of your health problem, not just treating the symptoms. It's a personalized approach that explores a wide range of proven treatments and one that's focused on helping you achieve your health and wellness goals so you can achieve a full, happy, and satisfying life.
2: Call Dr. Amy and Associates to experience a whole-person integrative approach to health and wellness, 630-980-1400. Or visit DrAmyAndAssociates.com. Dr. Amy and Associates, empowering people, changing lives. Stephanie Miller. All right. Um, just in case you think you're the only one going, what the, f- Rudy? There's some uh, legal experts chiming in. Uh, Joyce Aline says, uh, lost because of Rudy's truth is in truth fiasco. The notion that the president of the U.S. can't be rushed into an interview because he might lie. If you're wondering, this argument wouldn't work for any other witness or, sub- or subject in a criminal case who wanted to delay testimony.
0: Stephanie Miller. Weekday mornings, 8 to 11. Sponsored by the Audi Exchange in Highland Park. A dealership engineered just for
2: you. AudiExchange.com. Lately, it seems you're not feeling quite right. As if your body is working against you, Dr. Amy and Associates can help create a path to achieve optimal health. Experience personalized health care for your mind, body, and spirit at a practice that blends holistic and traditional medicine.
1: I was involved in a devastating head-on motorcycle
2: accident, which left me broken, battered, and afraid. I turned to Dr. Amy and Associates to care for my broken body. With their help, I healed quickly. I was able to sleep, and the nightmare
1: stopped. I was able to get back on the motorcycle without fear. Since they work with my insurance, I've used them for allergy and food sensitivity testing, weight loss, massage, acupuncture, and life coaching. They use both Eastern and Western medicine and is a holistic practice like no other. I am
2: so grateful for Dr. Amy and Associates. Call Dr. Amy and Associates to experience a whole person integrative approach to health and wellness. 630-980-1400 or visit DrAmyAndAssociates.com. Dr. Amy and Associates, empowering people, changing lives.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuon. I'm a double board integrative clinical psychologist, uh, coach, certified wellness instructor, author, and speaker. You're listening to our show, Building a Better Body Image. As you know, the purpose of our show is to get you thinking about how powerful your mind is and what you can do to change your life, change your health and change your attitude about your body image. We're also going to be talking about six strategies that you can do uh, that will help pass on bo- uh, positive self-body uh, images to your kids. You know, this starts in your mind. There's no you know magic escape hatch from the commercial and sexual body image pressure, so we're going to have to really take control back. You know, really creating a better body image is it's a process of self-reflection, you know, and 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 beginning to have a better relationship with yourself you have to nurture your relationship with your body just as you would nurture any intimate relationship and again this starts in your mind it's an ongoing process, and our self-talk is a really big part of that. You know, one that I encourage you to work on every day, whether it's through uh, exercise uh, or going to the gym, even when you don't feel like it. Doing yoga, going to therapy, looking in the mirror, and having you know, stating positive affirmations, or, or, or cooking a healthy meal—it doesn't matter. The results can be profound. Start to see aging and the physical changes in your body as something that's natural and beautiful. It's an evolution, you know, full of opportunities for learning and self-appreciation. Because if you're ready to explore the opportunities to learn how to build this better body image, you know, there are some suggestions I want to share with you uh, that can help you live in the body you love and love the body you live in. So start by looking in the mirror, it, you know, and answer this honestly. When was the last time you looked in the mirror? Uh, not just a quick check of your hair or teeth, but really looked. Because according to a study from the Journal of Rational, Emotive, and Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, mirror exposure therapy can significantly boost body esteem. And it's going to be really weird to do it at first i I often have my clients do this and they say it's really really uncomfortable but it's best to use a full-length mirror and um, first take a good look a long look at your body and resist the urge to zero in on body parts that you dislike just try to ignore your perceptions of fat skinny beautiful ugly just erase all the body related chatter in your mind for a moment and just look at your body and try to see it simply and honestly and when you feel ready State out loud at least five non judgmental things about yourself. And if you have trouble getting started, you know, just simply start by saying, you know, my hair is red or I like my smile, whatever it is, whatever it is it works. Then, without sk- skipping or dwelling on any particular body part, describe objectively and out loud how you look. Use color, texture, proportion, shape, sim- symmetry, but not subjective words like gross or too big or skinny or i have a heart shaped face that's slightly red across the nose and cheeks that would be more objective if you feel ready state five things about your appearance that you like and what you can, and what it is that you like about them i like my smile i like the dimples in my cheeks i like the way my eyebrows you know raise and give me you know fuller expression So it does feel a bit strange at the beginning, but once you get into it, it kind of feels like a conversation you're having with yourself. And it starts to become quite nice. Like anything, it's a habit you have to develop over time. It's about learning to train yourself to see your body as it is rather than immediately focusing on what you don't like. And it helps to balance your media diet. You know, I like to encourage my clients to go on a low-information diet because, as I said at the start of the show, mass media can be influential, extremely influential, even for those people who seem to be impervious to its messages. You know, the feminist icon Betty Friedan, author of The Feminine Mystique, bleached her dark locks golden in 1962 because she was entranced by a Clairol ad, you know, if, if I think it was, if I've only one life, let me live it as a blonde. And the truth is, blondes don't have more fun. Okay. So becoming conscious of the impact that idealized media images have on your self-perception isn't just an exercise in liberation, say experts. It's an act of self-preservation, a meta-analysis of 77 separate correlational and experimental studies published, uh, you know, about a, a decade ago in the American Psychological Association's Psychological Bulletin found that body dissatisfaction has emerged as a core aspect of women's physical and mental health. Wow. And you know what? This is true for men and boys as well. A recent study published in the Journal of Social and Clinical Psychology found that the relationship between exposure to the mass media and negative self-images in males is consistent across the literature. So blocking the destructive effects of the media isn't easy. It, it really takes a lot of skill. So if possible, begin to cultivate an internal sense recognize what you're hearing and seeing and then start to change those internal self-messages, okay? Make it a priority. Um, when I'm, you know, watching TV or flipping through a magazine or even walking down the street, you know, most People have an inner dialogue. I know I do. It's not necessarily about, you know, my body. Um, But try to think, you know, uh, and ask yourself, you know, what is this ad really trying to sell? How many people of color are represented? How many older people? Is that woman realistic looking? Try and take a different approach to your body and your self-talk. And then it's going to be really important to pivot your perspective. Because according to a study published, uh, you know, again, in the American Journal of Public Health, the desire to lose weight is a strong predictor of chronic disease. I know I've said that on other shows. Stressing about weight can cause the body to release stress chemicals, cortisol for sure, which contribute to hypertension, heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and even increased cholesterol. So instead of crash dieting or self-loathing, try this instead. Treat your body as though it were a good friend. That means feeding it well, giving it exercise it needs, keeping it away from harmful chemicals, and, and really appreciating it for what it provides. Maybe that's a lap for your kids or your grandkids or your sweet dog. Maybe it's your hands to play the piano or those, those uh, 10,000 taste buds to savor that, you know, delicious beet salad, whatever it is. Because you'll always have good days and bad days. And through the years, things change in our body. But if you practice this more positive and loving perspective, you just may find yourself with a new lifelong friend that is your own body. Okay, So start practicing some self-talk that sustains. Instead of bemoaning perceived imperfections, make it a goal to say and think positive things about your body. Because truly, you'll be amazed at the difference it makes. If you habitually make general disses such as, I hate my legs or, gosh, I'm so out of shape, try this instead. Again, reframe it. Catch yourself when you're, when you're in the act and just reframe that comment with something constructive such as, you know what, I'm going to get out and go for a hike. Or just don't say anything at all. Just take note of the voices in your head and just try and be gentle with yourself. And if you find yourself making negative comparisons, that says, yeah, you know, I've slimmed down a little, but, you know, I'm still no Naomi Campbell. Revel in what you're pleased about in your body. You know, say something like, I'm glad I've been eating healthy lately. My energy is good. I'm sleeping better. Because, as I said, you've only got one body, so appreciate it for what it is. And just, you know, if you are someone that tends to reject compliments, You know, try being gracious. You know, our instinct very often for many people is to negate ourselves, but be the best person you can be. Just try to say thank you. That really makes me feel good. So any shift in habitual uh, behavior represents or is going to bring challenges, rather, and it's going to seem awkward at first, but the more you make self-respecting adjustments and and self-talk, the more automatic they become. So, if any of these suggestions seem really out of reach for you, if you're encounter deeper emotional issues and attempting to change them, uh, consider talking to one of our therapists who specialize in body image issues. You know self-image problems such as compulsive self-criticism or body dysmorphia it can lead to self-destructive, even life threatening behaviors, and a good therapist can really help you with this. So really, really take note of that, okay? So, what is it then that you need to be mindful when your you know uh, when you've got children because we want to make sure that we're not passing on those body burdens to our kids as I said so I want to make sure to equip you with six strategies so that you can be careful not to pass those negative body uh, images and insecurities onto your kids So stick around when we come back I'm going to be sharing with you those six strategies that you can do in addition to ones I've already shared with you to increase your sense of body love to improve your relationship with who you are and that beautiful body that the Creator has gifted you with. So stick around. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris Nuon.
2: Lately, it seems you're not feeling quite right. As if your body is working against you, Dr. Amy and Associates can help create a path to achieve optimal health. Experience personalized healthcare for your mind, body, and spirit at a practice that blends holistic and traditional medicine.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Harris-Newon. I'm Dr. Amy and Associates. We take a team approach to your care. As an integrative and holistic healthcare practice, we look at the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. We've got a wonderfully talented team of providers, family medicine, chiropractic, traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture, counselor, psychiatrist that's centered on your health and your wellness. We'll blend the best of Western medicine with the best of Eastern medicine. There's a time and a place for all forms of healing, and that's what we specialize in.
2: Call Dr. Amy and Associates to experience a whole person, integrative approach to health and wellness, 630-980-1400, or visit DrAmyAndAssociates.com. Dr. Amy and Associates, empowering people, changing lives. Lives. The House Parks Radio Program. Where's the server? I want to know the server. We need to get our check. I'm not going to have dessert for the first time in my life. I you need know, to know what I'm the sure server is sure saying. It was Russians, but, but there are a lot of people out there that was the most amazing thing he said when he was reading his apology, and at the end of his apology with a Woodward oh. apology, and he said, but there are a lot of people out there. Yes, yeah. yeah. there are.
0: The Hal Sparks Radio Program, Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on WCPT, Chicago's Progressive Talk
1: everyone. Welcome back to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy harris Nuon I'm, I'm a double board certified integrative clinical psychologist, master success coach, author, and speaker. You're listening to our show, Building a Better Body Image. And to that point, I want to invite you to our upcoming dinner with the Doc Wellness Talk, Stress, Hormones, and Health. Not only will it help you to build a better body image, uh, but it will help you reclaim your health. And that is the best way to create a better body image is doing things to nurture and take care of your body. So if you're struggling with uh, any type of hormonal imbalance or any type of chronic uh, illness or dysfunction, it's related to stress hormones and health. So join us November 15th, 6.30 p.m. Seating is limited and reservations are required, 630-980-1400. Again, 630-980-1400. Or if you're someone like, you know, uh, the many clients we see that are struggling with body image issues, maybe it's an eating disorder, maybe you're just dealing with, you know, chronically low self-esteem as it relates to your body, give us a call. We've got great, talented therapists on our team. They They can absolutely guide you in creating a healthy relationship with yourself. So again, 630-980-1400. 630 980 So if you're someone that's critical about your body, you know, and you've got children, you got to learn to deal with it in healthier ways. You don't want to pass along those body burdens to your kids. You don't want to set them up to be chronically insecure as well because that's just going to lead them to make unhealthy decisions. So I want to share with you an additional six strategies to build a better body image for yourself and your kids, okay? So... I want to start by inviting you to read a really, really great book. It's called The Body Myth, Adult Women and the Pressure to Be Perfect by Margot Main. She says that kids pick up every message parents gives, uh, and, the, and that is true. You know, I frequently see a generational pattern with weight and exercise preoccupation in our clients, even with the use of cosmetic surgery to try and get, quote, unquote, a better body. We see this everywhere in mainstream media. Just like you, kids soak up their Surroundings like a sponge, and the parental body attitudes are no exception. You know, kids mentally log our moans about being bad for eating cake, or oh, I shouldn't have that. You know, I just feel really guilty about my choices, or our our size of disapproval when we check, our, you know, check ourselves out in the mirror. They're pummeled by the media mes- messages as well, suggesting that. You know, women aren't appealing unless they're long-limbed and willowy and that men and guys don't measure up, as I said, unless they're tall and buff. It's it's truly, it's a wonder any kid can fathom the idea of any adult who is satisfied with his or her body. And worse yet, kids watch adults, particularly women, you know, divert precious life energy into trying to, quote-unquote, fix their unsatisfactory bodies. Social critic Eve Ensler, uh, she was the author and playwright of the Vagina Monologues way back in the day, spent years talking to women about their body attitudes and what she discovered was a pattern of rampant dissatisfaction and unrealistic obsession. She said, you know, just... Just about every woman believed that if she could just get that part of her body right, everything else would work out. You know, and reasons abound for us to set better examples for our kids too. Uh, our our kids aren't the only ones who stand to benefit. As we edit our body bashing talk, you know, for pint sized ears, you know, we may find that we may develop more respectful, body loving values ourselves. Again, that self talk. Teach our kids to love their. You know, their their bodies, you know, they've got marvelous bodies and savor the nutrition that fuels them. And you know what? We just might retrain our own brains to revel in romping and eating as well. But perhaps most importantly, with our kids' interests at heart, you can begin to actively question the unachievable cultural body standards that threaten to undermine all of us. You know, do we really need or want kids thinking it's normal to crave a barbie body or participate in plastic surgery makeover shows no way so if you prefer to see your kids learn to care for their bodies out of respect rather than reproach consider the suggestions i'm about to give you for moving your family forward towards more body love and satisfaction first face the problem well over a third of kids in grades three through six have already gone on diets You know, uh, a study in the Journal of Adolescent Health examined dieting behaviors of more than 80,000 Minnesota 9th and 12th graders and more than half the girls and nearly a third of the boys practice unsafe dieting tactics, including skipping meals, taking diet pills or laxative, binge eating, vomiting, or starting smoking for weight control. That's crazy. Rates for bulimia and binge eating are rapidly rising among boys and girls, and boys and men as well. You know, guys are now just as likely as gals to suffer body dysmorphic uh, disorder or BDD, which, again, it's a debilitating preoccup- preoccupation with this imagined defective body, Okay. So both sexes are undergoing cosmetic surgeries at younger ages, as I've said. Kids 18 and under accounted for, you know, over 300,000 of the nearly 12 million cosmetic procedures uh, done just about a decade ago, including breast implants, Botox, laser hair removal, you name it. So face the problem, okay? And then next, watch your quote-unquote weighty words. Most parents try to say the right things about body satisfaction, but informal comments can devastate um, one tiny slip, the tisk tisk that, oh, so and so's let themselves go, or the gush of compliments when someone slims down, the incessant discussion about good and bad foods. You know, those are comments your kids are going to pick up on. Consider the effect they might have on your kids. So, monitor those unspoken messages. You know, when we keep wearing clothes that are too small or uncomfortable, we send kids a strong message and we make ourselves feel worse too. The best. The best way to quote-unquote feel fat is to wear something too tight, says researchers. Or dad's sigh of relief, as he does his belt buckle and mom's reflexive sucking in of her stomach as she checks in the mirror, tells kids that it's normal to sacrifice comfort for looks. Don't do that. Okay? Not all comments regarding appearance are taboo, but do focus on non-body aspects. You know, if your daughter looks lovely in her prom dress or her homecoming dress, say something like, you know what, I can see you dancing till dawn in that rather than, oh, that color's really slimming. Just don't do that to your kids. And third, get to know your body history, lessons learned as kids. You know, those messages clean your plate or, you know, dad likes it better, you know, when I'm not fat. That's just BS. You know, uh, those messages don't dissolve when we grow up. Okay, those self-loathing messages continue to take root. Um, you know, if you've got a mother that's disapproving of, of your looks or telling you you should, you know, dress this way, really, you know, try and change your self-talk for the, for the sake of your kids. Get to know your body history, you know, and, and, and if you find you're an adult still living out those messages you grew up with as a child and you just can't shake them, see a good therapist about it, Okay. So so you've got to just really focus on getting to know your body history. Think about your life now. You know, how are you passing on those messages you grew up with? Often the stresses of adult life make us feel more anxious about our bodies. In which thankfully are changing because of aging and other natural processes, hopefully in healthy ways, but get to know the messages you're you're sending your kids. If you're committed to becoming your strongest, healthiest, most vital self, that's awesome. But embarking on the impossible mission of regaining your 20-year-old physique is, is likely to just you know create anxiety and frustration that your kids are going to observe. So instead, look for ways to feel more satisfied in the body you have now, even as you strive to improve your fitness. As I like to say, take small steps, keep it simple, Be specific about your goals, make it tangible, create accountability, be emotionally committed, believe that you can have this healthy relationship with your body. And then number four, teach good body 101. We all want our kids to have healthy bodies, and there's plenty we can do to make that happen, providing, inviting, nutritious foods, getting you know, giving them time for unstructured active play, limiting sedentary hours spent on the TV or the computer or video gaming. Let kids know that diets fail to take in and incorporate permanent health, healthy eating changes. You know, they just don't work. Help them understand why diets fail. OK, so that's really important. Teach good body one one. And then five, get more media literate uh, literate you know really watch the messages your kids you know are being exposed to and help them understand that those are really unrealistic standards okay they're 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 not achievable very often they're self destructive so help them be aware of the media messages and then six stick with body happy messages it's no small challenge you know in our looks crazy culture to feel truly satisfied with your body let alone live so that your kids can also internalize that satisfaction Backsliding and mistakes they're gonna happen, but any message worth living is worth repeating. So think of how often we tell our kids, don't do drugs or don't drive drunk, you know. So remind them just as often to love their body, to nourish their body through nutrition, through rest, through positive self-statements. You know. Imagine what you can do to create a, a body that you like, love and respect and, and create those messages to pass along to your kids too. Because we want this next generation to be much more self-loving, much more self-respecting, because when they do, they're going to be happier and they're going to be healthier and they're going to be able to pass on those messages and those behaviors to those kids too. So I want to thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Mind Over Matters. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Harris-Nuan. We will talk to you soon.
0: The program, Mind Over Matters, was sponsored by TCFIHAW, LLC, and to the extent applicable, their guests. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of Newsweb Radio or its management.